If you own a business, you know how important it is to take care of your computers, your server, if you have a server, the cloud, and so forth, email especially. You need around-the-clock technical support. You need to be able to pick up that phone and get help right away. You need somebody that's dependable, you know, engineers that work as your partners. Well, on this episode of Hartford Business Beat, I have that person. So let's hit that intro and get this thing started. Welcome to Hartford Business Beat, featuring members of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Hartford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Hartford County. Go to HartfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. like to welcome everybody to Hartford Business Beat. I'm Rich Bennett, and today I am sitting here with a member of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, Dan Giordano of Geotechnologies. And Geotechnologies is a, well, IT company, right? That's it, Rich. And, and they've been a member, you've been a member, what you said, eight years? Yeah, come up on eight years, we've been a member of the chamber. Okay. So explain to everybody the, um, I guess what your company does, because I, I've been in the IT field. I know how important it is for businesses, but a lot of people don't realize the some of the things to look out for. Sure, sure. Um, before we started, I was blown away by how you t- told me you got into it. So go ahead and tell everybody how that happened. Okay. Well, thanks for having me here, Rick. Oh, my pleasure. I appreciate it. Um, all right. So I, you know, I'm a Harford County resident. I, I uh, graduated from C. Milton Wright. Okay. And um, I went to uh, Stevenson University. And uh, I started there as a, um, just went in there as, you know, just general studies. Didn't know right. what I wanted to do my first, first Which year. Which a lot of people at a high school don't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I took a couple computer science classes while I was attending my first year and really, you know, found a, a love for technology. And right. I had, I had a couple great professors. They had a great computer lab. So I really started gravitating towards information technology. Okay. So my second year there, I, I um, changed to business information systems. So, ah. uh, yeah, it was a great, a great program, um, learned a ton. And, um, one of the things that attracted me to Stevenson was their co-ops and internship programs. Mm-hmm. So they had great job placements, um, after you graduate or even while you were still at school. So right. I, I did a, a co-op internship okay. with, right. uh, an insurance company in Towson. Okay. So my last year of uh, college and I probably worked 20 hours a week in between classes and on my days off working for this insurance company. In, as a uh, help desk technician so that's always fun it was it was uh it was actually me and my boss bill and uh we supported about 75 employees that's not bad yeah it was um it was a lot to learn so yeah. it was uh you know we had to take care of managing all the it for this this insurance agency so so while i was at this insurance agency um you know i was working working through this internship um they offered me a full-time position when i graduated so oh, wow. it was great. Didn't have to, didn't have to interview. I had a, you know, I had a job as I graduated, right. a full-time 40 hour week job. So that's I, always nice. It is. It makes it easier. So, Definitely does. <laughs> so I started, um, I started, started there full-time when I graduated and, um, you know, basically I tried, tried to learn as much as I could. I, I had a great mentor as a boss You know, we worked with consultants there and, 
you know, I just tried to absorb as much information as possible. Right. And you know, I was working nights, weekends with them, um, took some technical courses with, with the Microsoft certification technical courses that were offered at that time. And um, just had a, just had a, just loved it. And, um, you know, while I was doing that, I was doing some consulting on the side. Okay. So I had a few businesses that, you know, kind of approached me and said, hey, Dan. So you already had it in your mind that you were, you were going to start your own business. I did. I, I'm okay. always, always an entrepreneur at heart. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I, I had a few, a few customers that I was doing business with. Right. And um, I was actually doing work off hours because I had my full-time job and I was supporting these companies in the evenings and on weekends. Okay. So, um, you know, I was, was doing that for a few years and, um, you know, it started to start to snowball and, uh, I never forget my wife and I were sitting at the, the kitchen table one time. She said, Hey Dan, you know, you, you can't keep doing this. You know, you're working a hundred hours a week. You know, you're no home time. Yeah, it was tough. And we had a, uh, we had, uh, uh, one year old, my one year old son and my wife was pregnant. Um, with our daughter. At that well, apparently time. you did have some home ties. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, you know, we, we were sitting at dinner one night and she said, Dan, you, you, know, you got to make a decision. You can't, can't yeah. keep doing this either stay, you know, stay where you are full time working at, you know, it was a great job. Great. I had a great, at that, at that time I was just associate vice president of technologies. Oh, wow. So with the insurance with company, the insurance company okay. yeah, I was actually at that, at that time when I left, I was there about seven years. Um, you know, I was, I was pretty much running the show. Wow. So it was it was uh, it was a good it was a good job. So uh, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough to make that decision, but uh, decided. But the good thing is, you already had the support of your wife. I did, and that and, and that's a that's a big difference right there. It is, and, and you know she was really the one who kind of pushed me over and said, right. hey, you know she was totally supportive, and um, you know pretty much said, Dan, you know, go, go do it. So that's good. So that's I put my good. my two week notice in, and uh, I resigned from my my full-time job and and uh started geotech 12 years ago so right so right after well you already more or less had the business going yeah i had a few customers yeah so it was nice i you know i had some some business but you know when, when i started that you know that that first day i, I had to obviously go, go get some more customers and, okay and try to try to build our our business so um man and your wife now is your wife working with you yeah right now she helps oh so she, does she really she does yeah okay so our, both our kids are in school so she helps right. She's probably 10, 15 hours a week. She helps with accounting. Oh, okay. And, uh, some, some administration stuff for, for our office. So. Something you said that's very important, and a lot of people, a lot of businesses especially, don't look at this when they're looking for an IT company. You mentioned the Microsoft certifications. So explain to everybody, because I know there's other partners you have, explain to everybody the importance of that. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, when, you know, 15 years ago, there were a lot of technical certifications. So yeah, yeah. it was kind of the thing to do. And, and <laughs> right. it was, a, it was you know, a lot of lab work. So back then, the, the the Microsoft certifications were, that was kind of the hot thing to do. I mean, everybody was on the radio, everybody was doing them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, things have changed a little bit now. I think it's more of, I think it's more of, you know, the colleges. It's kind of the, that's, to me, that's that's the, the approach to go after. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Microsoft certifications aren't so much around anymore, but... Uh, but the thing is, and, and this is one of the things I don't understand, because, well, granted, I mean, probably 90% of businesses are using Microsoft anyways. Yeah. Um, but what about, like, your Cisco certifications and all that? I mean, are those still as important? Yeah, those are certainly important. Those are okay. all important. I mean, I think right now the, the trend is cyber. And, well, yeah. And that's, to me, that's the biggest hot topic. And, and as for from, from from geotechnology standpoint, that's 
I mean, we're, we're all in on that. We're, well, it's good to see because you're a Sonic Wall partner, right? Yeah, we are. Okay, yeah, we are. So we're you know we're essentially a you know fractional IT department. So we're right. uh, for businesses. We, we we take care of their you know remote help desk support. Mm-hmm. We take care of their infrastructure. We do you know system upgrades, application upgrades. Um, we do a lot of around strategy. You know, does it make sense to move to the cloud? Right. We talk about business risk. Um, so we're essentially like an extension of their staff, just a, a fractional IT department. Okay. So, um, and it's security certainly complements all that. You have the Microsoft partnership. You have the Cisco partnership, right? Yes, one, yeah. SonicWall partnership. I believe I saw HP and Dell. Yeah, we, we certainly are distributors for, for both HP and Dell. So a distributor, oh, for... So the servers and the the workstations. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll help procure all the hardware for our customers. Okay. So if our customers need you know laptops, desktops, servers, we have partnerships with uh, with Dell, right, and HP, Ingram Micro. So we're able to to purchase equipment for our customers on their behalf. And there is a big difference from you getting it and say say a customer going to the store. And Absolutely, it. we that's something we uh, we don't like <laughs> to see happen. Because right. You know, while that price may look a little cheaper at Best Buy or one of the, right. it doesn't have the right software on it. So a lot of times it doesn't have the right warranties. You know, there, there, there's quite a few things that, uh, you know, going out and getting on your own doesn't make a lot of sense. So, and we buy the hardware, you know, we're, we're responsible for the, the warranties on it. Right. The setup, you know, we take care of the inventory, the asset inventory control. Oh, okay. We take care of the whole nine yards for our customers. That's nice. Yeah. Now, what about as far as hardware repair? You guys don't do that, though, do Not you? Not so much. I mean, okay. we'll... We work like, for instance, we primarily work with Dell. So if, if they're if our customers have issues, um, we can get the Dell. They'll send support. out a tech. They'll send out a tech right. to replace that part. Um, so how many parts are left anymore? Yeah, it's true. And a lot of the stuff by the time it's like, especially with printers, if it's if it's broke, sometimes you just replace them. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, but we do like refresh cycles where our customers sometimes will say, hey, you know, for for desktops, four to five years, mm-hmm. it's kind of the life of a PC. So we start to budget out and forecast, so they're not they're aware of, of upgrades and try to stagger them. Right. And same thing for servers. You know, when they get to that four to five year mark, they at that time become a little higher risk for failure. Now, are most people still using the blade servers? Yeah, certainly that. I mean, a lot of a lot of folks now we're moving to the cloud. So a lot of the well, yeah. a lot of the I mean, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we have these big data centers and racks of servers, and now I mean, our approach at Geo is you know we we try to put as much as we can in the cloud. You know, right. it's, it's, you know, they're in secure data centers. You now we're not worried about power. You know, we have, um, we had a, you know, a couple customers that are up in New York when, when some of the storms came through and they lost power for weeks and we had most of their technology in the cloud and they're able to go home and work versus if they, if that hardware was on premise, you know, in their office, yeah, they would have been in trouble. So Remember when the first, when the cloud first came out and people were oh, scared, no. I ain't going to say it. Not realizing that it's, you know, it's, first of all, it's encrypted. Yeah. And this is what I was taught by Google. So it's where you, when you save something on your computer server, it's in one location. You save it to the cloud. It's like it gets split up, divided into all, and correct me if I'm wrong, into all these different places yeah. and goes on to several different servers. So like your folder or your file is not on one server. Yeah. Everything's redundant. Part of it is. Yeah. And. Yeah. So is it still that way? It, it's all it's okay. all redundant. Yeah. So if, if people didn't understand yeah, how yeah, the cloud, how safe it was, <laughs> mysterious thing, the cloud. I know it's just yeah. confusion around it, but it's. Uh, I think from a risk standpoint, it certainly you know, it takes a lot off the table. Right. To start moving these things to the cloud. And now, did you ever get a chance to go to Google headquarters? I have not. Okay. Because they said that is like stronger than Fort Knox. I bet. 
and you have a was it you so to get to the gate you have to show your id i think there's a retina scan when you go to the front door it's i mean all these utah best security holy cow <laughs> anyway that's a different subject i bet <laughs> i bet but that's the biggest thing with security now is is you know some of the things that we're seeing some businesses have to go through and the struggles mm-hmm. and the, the investments now you have to put into your business just to keep keep your data safe you know keep keep uh you know keep your employees you know aware of some of the mm-hmm. risks out there it's it's just a different it's a different world right now and that's that's one thing we're trying to do in the community now is is is, is give back as much from from a resource standpoint if we can help folks out right if we can educate folks you know we're, we're, we're we do security awareness training programs um, I know we want to get with the chamber and see if we can offer some sort of free, um, you know, cyber awareness training. Oh, that's to, a good idea. Folks. Yeah, because it's we're passionate about it. It's, yeah. it's not. It's unfortunate that we're all, uh, you know, have to live in this new world of these these, these various risks. It's it's just speaking uh, of this new world. <laughs> so before COVID started, did you? Were a lot of your customers working remotely, or did you see more of them decide it's time to start working remotely once COVID hit? I mean, most of them were in the office. You know, I mean, right. obviously they had that flexibility. Where they I mean, could, that's what I meant, where yeah. they set up to work remotely. They most of them, well, not all of them. I would say okay. probably 25% of our customers. How many now? They're 100%. I mean, okay. that, that when COVID hit, that first two weeks mm-hmm. was tough yeah I mean, we were doing four or five times the i was gonna say i know you were busy yeah our, i mean our team we have a great team and and what what they were able to do to support our customers i mean i can't be thankful enough they were i mean our our, our team was working around the clock mm-hmm. you know we're getting just one call after another because everybody was trying to work from home and right. you know our model is not set up where we can we can support you know four or five x the volume so we're juggling we're yeah. prioritizing and and trying to help our customers out but it was uh you know, within a few weeks, 100% of our customers had access to work remotely. Great. I, I remember when I was in the IT field, that's one of the things we kept pushing yeah. was to set your employees up to work remotely. Yeah. And and it seemed like most of the businesses didn't want to do it. No. They didn't think it was that secure. No. And the other thing, they thought that their employees would not get a lot of work done. Productivity, yeah. I think they were getting more work done when COVID hit working from home than in the office. That's what we're seeing. Right? Yeah. That's what we're seeing. We, we, I mean, that's from the owners I talk with, the businesses we support, they feel like, you know, their employees are, you know, they're efficient, you know, they, and, and I think from a, from an employee standpoint, working for that company, I mean, it's, you have flexibility. I yeah. Mean, you're able to, if you have to run out, run a quick errand. I mean, it's, it's kind of give and take a little bit. And, uh, yep. I think, um, I think it's here, here to stay. I mean, I think, I uh, hope so. I think and that flexibility is nice. I think you're going to see, a, and well, you're already seeing it, where a lot of businesses are seeing that they can make more money this way, and they're cutting their overhead. Yeah. And some of them are, you know, leaving these high rent. They are business or buildings that they were they in. Are. We're, I mean, we have quite a few customers that are still 100% working from home, and have no intentions of going back. So, well, look at how many companies are hiring virtual Amazon. Yeah. I can't believe how many virtual jobs they have. Yeah, yeah. it's like. No, it doesn't mean you can sit there and you know, pack stuff virtually, but yeah. still. No, but it's, it's, it's certainly the the new world we live in. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, I think it works. And, and I think when COVID hit, we initially thought this is a two or three week thing. So we're, yeah. we're trying to fast track all of it. But here we are almost two years. And, you know, it's it's uh, just a different world. And uh, Well, I mean, you, look, you go to a store now, grocery market or whatever. How many cashiers do you see now? Yeah. Not so many. No. 
It's every, I mean, more, so, so many more self checkouts. Really and I know a lot of that's because they can't get people to work, yeah. but I do think that this is the, the future. I also think the future is a little late yeah. because I remember talking about it years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's just now happening. So the chamber, <clears throat> when did you guys join the chamber? It's your been, company. It's been eight years. It's been eight years. Yeah. So okay. we, we, um, we, we moved to, from Forest Hill, we, we bought a building in Bel Air and okay. moved our office to Bel Air. Um, about seven years ago. So just leading up to that, we, we joined the chamber and have been members ever since. Where are you located at in Bel Air? We're, we're right, right in downtown Bel Air. So we're right um, off of 22, just okay. before you get to the firehouse. We're a green building there on the right. Okay. Our sign's right out front there. All right. Actually, before I forget, tell everybody the website and how they can get in touch with you guys. Okay. Our website is giotechnologies.com. Our phone number is 410-246-0203. And you can also, you can catch me, I'm on LinkedIn. Just look me up, Dan Giordano. I'm on LinkedIn, too, if you want to connect that way. Okay. Um, so with the Chamber, what made you decide to join the Chamber? Just we wanted to, to become more involved. I think when we, right. when we you know, we moved to Bel Air, we moved from Forest Hill to Bel Air, you know, one of our one of our initiatives was to, to become more involved in the community. Okay. And that was one of the ways we can do it, you know, to join the Chamber, just to be aware of different events going on. Um, you know, we, we love being a part of Bel Air. Um, you know, we support charities such as you know the Hartford family house is a big um love them big part big part of who we support you know, right. the boys and girls club so another you know, great one yeah you know we that is a big mission of ours is, is to give back to the community so you know we, we join the chamber and it's just it's just nice to be aware of what's going on we get the you know the the, the updates from the chamber on right. you know, what's going on with different businesses you know different events around town um it's a it's a great group so how many employees do you actually have so we have 10 employees right 10 now. employees yeah okay now I've never asked this, but it, um, and actually I think it may not be a bad idea for all businesses to do it. So do all your employees, do you require them to say, I don't know, volunteer at a nonprofit or anything? Um, we do a little bit of that. Okay. Um, but we don't, we don't have any formal yet, but that's something that certainly, you know. I don't know why I just thought of that. It's like. Yeah. I mean, they're involved as far as we, we we were part of, you know, we, we do different charity donations and, and well uh, yeah i mean that's still that. helping out yeah, yeah yeah that's helping that but my because wife and, and it's funny to say that my <laughs> wife and kids just uh, volunteered and uh they were helping at harford family house uh last week they helped you know get a get an apartment ready for uh for somebody who was oh, moving so a new kids, family that moved in yeah, right? yeah. So, so our kids were there and our, our kid i'll tell you what our kids uh they, they they really loved it they loved helping it was yeah. kind of neat to talk with them when they got back and how old are your kids uh my daughter is 12 my son's 13 okay so oh they're they're at that right age now yeah. too yeah yeah so it's it's fun so and you live in bel-air i do i do well, actually i'm in forest hill now or so forest hill yeah I'm okay. in forest hill. so just maybe four or five miles from the office and i think yeah. what's neat too is our, our most of our employees are you know within a few mile radius of, of the office which is nice so you know relative, relatively local and, and yeah uh, and i tell you what rich we have a great team you know it's uh i'm fortunate that um you know the folks that work 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 for me are just they're phenomenal yeah, most most of them have been there. Half of them have been there more than five years now. Nice. And, uh, you know, we got we have a great unit, just a great. You know, I'm I'm, I'm blessed to to have the the people I have working with me. Now, are you one of these type of owners that still you, you still feel the need to go out into the field and do some work? I'm getting better with that. Okay. I'm still, <laughs> that's a good question. I, I still get my hands dirty sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, getting into the technology, but uh, what I'm realizing that is is you know they're. You know, my the, the folks that work for me are, are, are better right. at technology now than I am. So I I, I leverage them and, and uh, try to stay out of 
getting in the middle and let them do. There's what they, a lot. There's a lot that goes into running a business. There and is. That's probably one of the hardest it things is. that business owners have. It is. It is. Because when I first started, you know, 12 years ago, it was, I was doing everything. Yeah. I was running around putting computers in. I was building. I was. You know, trying to do account management and, and you know, I was just doing everything. So Running around like crazy. Yeah, it Man. was. It was. All right, so you mentioned about how you want to do this uh, webinar or training, whatever, with the chamber. Yeah. How, have you talked to Kate or Angela or anybody from the chamber about that? Yeah, I know Kim. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I know Kim from, from my office has been has been talking with okay. them about that. So I'm hoping we can get something teed up for next year. Um but that's what we're looking to just just bring awareness, like just the security awareness to to folks out in the community, and just make them aware of you know some some of the cyber threats that are out there. Right. And because uh, I think it's important that business owners understand. I mean, some of these things can, can and the nonprofits as well. Absolutely. Especially the nonprofits. Yeah, they don't. I mean, these cyber criminals don't. I mean, they'll go after anybody. They don't. Yeah. They really don't well, care. I knew it's, that. It's uh, it's it's a different world. I mean, it's you know we we talk about this in our um, in our training program for our customers, but. You know, 10, 15 years ago, I think everybody thinks these cyber criminals are, you know, they have these jackets on, yeah. with hoods over, and masks on, but they're not. I mean, these are highly run organizations. I mean, they, they're in office buildings. They're wearing what you and I are wearing yep. to work. They go home to their families. So it is. It's it's uh, a paid job. It is. It's for them. It's it what is. They're doing. And it's, there's a lot of money to be made, unfortunately, and that's why it's not going away. No. So, so oh, I think, no. It's going to get bigger than it anything. It is. It is. So I think that's, you know, if we can bring awareness to the community, if we yeah. can help folks, just be aware of, like, some of the risks out there and just even give them some free tips. Hey, here, here's some things you can do when you go back to the office. You know, make sure you have, you know, multi-factor authentication on for email and remote access. Just some quick little things that, right. you know, they can take back to the office and just, just to be aware of so they can help minimize some of the uh, yeah, threats out there. Uh, because I guess a lot of your businesses are probably using, like, Exchange and all that for their mail. Yeah. Which is probably one of the easiest ones to get into. It is. And it goes back to our conversation on cloud. Um, you know, things are on the cloud now. So guess yeah. what? Anybody can get to them anywhere. So, right. you know, email now is most of our folks are on 365, which is the Exchange on the cloud. And anybody from anywhere in the world can get to it just by going to a website URL. Yep. So we're seeing, I mean, business email compromise is something that is uh, is a big deal. So they're, you know, they're getting credentials from folks through phishing emails. Yeah. And what they're doing is they're logging into their mailboxes. They're smart. They are. And it's like they're looking at calendars to, to for folks. I mean, if they get the right person, if they get like a CFO or an owner, I mean, they'll look at your calendar and they'll wait. If they know you're going on vacation in a few weeks, you know, they'll, they'll, they see that from your calendar, and they'll wait until the right time to try to, you know, do some kind of tra wire transfer, initiate some kind yeah. of fraud. So it's, it is, um, business email compromise is a big deal. Wow. So, but I mean, little things like, and it's free, like, and that's and that's things we like to talk to the community about. I mean, are, do you have MFA on multi-factor authentication? You know, do you have that on your email platform? Mm -hmm. If not, you should, you should do that right now. Yeah. You know, these are simple things to do. They're free. You know, it's a, it's a free thing to do. It's a it's it's a checkbox to enable it. You know, you either you either download an app to, to you know to, to authenticate through, or you put in a mobile phone number. And, and those are things that just you know take your risk profile from you know your your from from that real high risk to you know yeah. very very small. I mean, those are risks that, that I mean nothing's one hundred percent, but that certainly really shrinks the the. the profile I, I've app. been trying to talk you know my wife and daughter into doing that the you know the two step or three step authentication. Yeah. That's just too many things to yeah. do. You know what? You need to do it, it because is, it's, 
and they don't understand. I mean, if me running different websites, I see it. Yeah. And, and I've ha- I've ran into problems. Yeah. Um, but and, yeah, that's and that's we tell our folks any, you know, whether it's Amazon, your Gmail, anything, yeah. anything, your banking, your credit card, anything you have. I mean, most um, providers have that, and it's free to do. So it's and these things, these cell phones, yeah. a lot of people, they're smartphones. A lot of people don't realize yeah. this is probably one of the easiest targets yeah. too. Yeah. Well, now we're all mm. connected now, right? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Just, you know, I just got a new, actually I just got a new computer and said, "Do you want to link to your phone?" <laughs> like, you know what? No, cuz what it's easier to lose yeah. a phone than it is yes. a computer. It's like, yeah. "No, nah, I, don't, I don't need to be looking at my email when I'm out, you know, yeah. out in the field or something." Yeah. I, but I, even when we do these trainings, it's funny if we do these trainings, it's uh well, we'll, we'll we're in front of our customers and we'll say, you know, talk about password management. And right. We're talking about and and you know, you should be using maybe a password manager tool to to manage passwords and, and not use you know, the same password for multiple websites or not use a password such as we'll go in there and, and it's all right. So it's fall 2021. You know, we'll say, is anybody here using that password? And at least one hand goes up. Yeah. Cause it's, you know, people are using these common passwords that birth dates, yes. addresses, yeah, simple stuff. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, nah, <laughs> try a phrase. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. If you could do some sort of phrase or yeah, something. I did war and peace. Yeah. No, I meant the whole novel. I, I, it takes me a long time to type out my password. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I don't think there's any. I don't think any no uh, program will allow you to put in a password that long. The longest one ever. <laughs> yeah. So, um, with the chamber, explain to everybody if you can why it is so important to join the chamber. I just think you know being involved. It, it, it's our community. You know, we're yeah. all we're all part of the same business community, and and. I think just, you know, just the awareness of, of what's going on in the community, what businesses are doing, you know, different events. I know they have that, uh, we were just talking about that earlier, you and I, the Jingle Mingle. Jingle Mingle. I mean, yeah. things like that. I mean, just get together. They just did the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. I know they're doing these little golf, putt, putt thing. I mean, uh-huh. all these different ways to get involved and, and give back. So I think it's. Well, uh, the advocacy work they do. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize. A lot of people look at a chamber and they think it's just for networking and it's not. I know Angela is constantly busy yeah. advocating for all these businesses. In the, and a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. You know, this way you don't have to do it as yeah. a business owner. Now she's great, Angela. Oh, yeah. She's great. You have somebody there to do it for you. It makes a big, big, big difference. It does. It does. Uh, and, and even and Richard, even the things like just the awareness on, like, you know, the COVID, all these relief plans. That, mm-hmm. you know, just, oh, yeah. They're always just, you know, they're giving folks knowledge, you know, they're information. And, and it's I just think it's a great all right. Now you said Kim does a lot of the, the stuff with the chamber, right? She does. She is uh, okay. Kim's. Um, we hired her as, as our marketing specialist. So you may not know the answer to this question, but I'll okay. ask you anyways. So when you log in to the chamber's website, okay, and you go into yeah, you, know, you can do the member to member benefits and all that. Yeah. Do you guys take advantage of that and put stuff in there? It's funny you ask that. We just uh, Kim just signed us up for that. Okay, um, good. Probably a month ago we started that. Okay, good. And yeah. I think that's where where a lot of members miss out. I agree because I think we are the third group or the third company that's signed up for that. Okay, perfect. So there's not many people there, and it's a it's a great way to get out and just offer something back to. Yeah, and to even the folks. if you don't get anything out of it, you're getting you're putting your name out there. That's the thing, and that's we we're offering a free a free security checkup. Like, you know, I'd be happy to talk to anybody on the phone, and it's right. just a free consultation, just a couple things to think about, or a couple, you know, just a couple just. We couldn't help help folks out, so yeah, that's kind of why we're on that page right now. Great. Well, Dan, you have anything to add? 
I don't. I just you know appreciate you having me out, and this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Tell everybody again how they can get in touch with Geotechnologies. Okay. You can visit us on the web, geotechnologies.com. You can reach out to us at 410-246-0203. Dan, thanks so much. Thanks for having me out. I appreciate it. I want to thank Dan for coming on the podcast. And if you need any type of IT help, get a hold of his company, Geotechnologies. I mean, they're there to look out for you. So don't hesitate. One of the things I want to do is, first of all, wish everybody a happy and prosperous new year. And I'm hoping that you make it a goal to come on the podcast. Let that be one of your resolutions. Get your name out there. What are you waiting for? All you have to do is contact Kate. Email her at kate at harfordchamber.org, and we'll go ahead and make arrangements and get you set up. If you want to do it in person, we can record in person. If you want to do it virtually, we can record virtually. 30 minutes of your time, hour max. It's easy. It's simple. It's all recorded. It's all audio. Nothing is video. Even though we can see each other virtually, it's still all audio. So don't hesitate. Come on the podcast. Get your business name out there. Get your name out there. And let's grow together.